Welcome to Decorating Tips and Tricks, the podcast. I'm Anita Joyce with Kelly Wilkness, and this is episode 291, Creating Cozy. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 291. It's one of my favorite topics. Oh, and it's a perfect day to be talking about it. It's Christmas Eve, everybody. It's I know, and it's snowing day. outside. Oh, no, not really. <laughs> oh, no. Well, somewhere. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's snowing somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of that. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I love it when it gets cold here and you can have the fire in the fireplace and wrap up in your favorite throw. But, you know, it doesn't always work here in Texas where the weather doesn't cooperate with your thoughts of, of uh, you know, what it should be in the winter. Right. But wherever you are, you can create cozy. And we're going to tell you how you can do that today and give you tips for, um, you know, adding just the right touch of cozy to your house, no matter where you are located. It gets cool here uh, this time of year. Uh, you know, not freezing, but definitely where you want to have a coat on and boots and you want to have maybe the heat mm-hmm. on. And definitely yeah. the fireplace would be nice. We haven't uh, transformed our non-working fireplace to a working fireplace. But at this time of year, I was like, oh, I wish we had done that. Let's do it before this time of year next year. So that's on my list. Well, do you have any uh, nice Christmas Eve uh Things that you like to do, special things, Christmas Eve uh, family traditions, sort of. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, we usually we usually go out for a really nice dinner on Christmas Eve. So it's you know the next day we're I'm cooking or we are cooking, whoever is participating. So usually it's we get a little dressed up and we go out, you know, at a reasonable time on Christmas Eve, so we can come back and then have dessert in the living room or wherever the tree is. It's usually in the living room, and then we'll exchange. It's one, and sometimes I can be pressed into a couple of gifts for each person or for the girls anyway. And, you know, just spend time and, you know, and hopefully the surroundings are cozy and everybody's comfy. And one of the things often that they get are, you know, new pajamas. So, you know, if you, if your first gift is your pajamas, then usually you can persuade me to let you open another gift that isn't pajamas. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. But what and if they pick the gift that's like the main gift? Do you keep they you don't, don't let them? Okay, you're no, not allowed to. Do um that. you might be surprised to hear this, but I choose the gift. <laughs> oh that they are okay. to open. I have a little control that's of the how situation. You, oh, <laughs> I I should have known. That's yeah, the way that's you know, none of the gifts are splayed out because we're waiting for Santa to come. So yeah. So they uh, you know, from somewhere okay. in the depths of the house Dark and come, the, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. come these these gifts and then they're mm-hmm. unwrapped. Well, and we love to do a Christmas Eve candlelight service. Oh, that's uh, so pretty. Which is, and we go to this beautiful church here in Houston, the St. Paul's Methodist. They have several services. So that's what we'll do. Is it midnight? No. Well, I mean, they may have one at midnight, but they have about four services during the day. But it's one of the most beautiful sanctuaries and the service is really lovely. And one year we missed all the English speaking services. So we had to go to the Spanish speaking one. Which we didn't really follow, uh, you know, half Yeah, but of you, it. I mean, you kind of yeah, know the outline. Really, yeah, we kind of <laughs> could sing along. It was great. It was great. We loved it. Right. Feliz so. Navidad. All that. Yeah, all yeah, that. yeah. No, we loved it. It was a different Oh, crowd. I bet that's fun. really nice. Uh, one year, oh, gosh, this is uh, right after Peter and I were married, we had an opportunity to go to Switzerland with his parents. They like- For it, Christmas? You know, yes. Oh, And, nice. uh, you know, it's- 
it was they it was you know pre Airbnb pre VRBO, but it was this older couple that you know rented out these rooms. So you know it sounds like oh we went to Switzerland skiing for Christmas, but it was not. It was not particularly glamorous in that regard. You know, it wasn't like St. Moritz, but it was the most beautiful, picturesque little town. And we were in the most charming little house. Like I wish uh, myself now that even appreciates vintage more than I ever did then, even though I liked it then. So spectacular. Just like you, this is the kind of little village you would conjure in your mind, you know, with the snow and the steeples. And we went to Midnight Mass there. And it was oh, all wow. in in this language. It was called Reto Romanish, which is kind of German, kind of Italian, kind of Swiss, like all mixed together. Where were you in Switzerland? We were in this little town called Sil St. Marie. So was it near the Italian yeah, border? Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, a, okay. around, like mm-hmm. near all the borders there. Oh my gosh. It was spectacular. Oh, Oh. And it didn't matter what they could, they could have been, you know, in any language, it would have been the most spectacular place with the candles and, oh, beautiful. So you're just making me feel all cozy. Yeah. So cozy just it is. Hearing about that. And you know what's cozy is soft surroundings. Oh, yeah. That is very cozy. <laughs> I know. I'm just thinking about my favorite, uh, snow leopard throw from soft surroundings. And I wanted to mention that I have a collection there. It's the Cedar Hill Farmhouse collection. And they're not all soft things, uh, but they're things that can make your house feel cozy. There's some uh, Gustavian, I have a Gustavian chest and some beautiful uh, candle uh, candlestick lamps for your home and some other buffet lamps with a beautiful, elegant gold and blue lampshade and the mirror that, that you just got. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much, Soft Surroundings, for sending that. So everybody should go check out Anita's collection. She's done an amazing job curating, you know, even just picking the best of the best that is in Soft Surroundings. Everything there is beautiful, but the collection she's put together would just be stunning in anybody's house. So we'll have the links to that in the show notes for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Soft Surroundings, what a perfect um, brand to be talking about today when we're talking about Cozy. That is right up their alley. They do Cozy really well. Well, Has any- you- mm-hmm. go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I mean, it's just this, this time of year. It's cold, the trees, a lot of the foliage. It's these plants have gone into this dormant state and it's really a time of renewal, of rest. I mean, as the, as the land is resting, I think this is a time for us to rest, for us to be spending time at home with our families, with our friends inside and, uh, well, or outside if you're skiing or something like that. But, you know, it's just kind of, I think nature is onto something. I mean, as nature rests, I think it's a good time for us to take those cues and spend some cozy time with our family resting. I love that. That's really beautifully put. And it's so true. Even here where, you know, it can be sunny all the time and the roses can be blooming all the time. We, If you're really into the gardening, you force them into sort of dormancy by pruning them back, which is what you would do on the East Coast. But you kind of have to force them into it because it's warm here and they just keep working all year round. So, you know, even if you have to force yourself a little bit to to take it easy, you know, get a little cozy, get a book, you know, wrap a throw around you and just just take it in, just relax. You know, we're here on Christmas Eve. You've probably been bustling and hustling in your everyday life and then adding all the Christmas excitement and the to-do lists on top of all of that. Take a little time 
now, between now and New Year, maybe, and just, you know, chill a little bit? Well, I think the first thing that would start with if I was having a cozy night is I like your idea of wearing the pajamas. I think some cozy pajamas are a nice place to start. And then, of course, I would wrap up in my favorite throw in front of the fire. And that's what I think of as cozy. Maybe a cup of hot chocolate or a cup of green tea. I don't want my black tea at night because that'll keep me up. Or maybe a hot toddy, something like that. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I think if you looked up cozy in the dictionary, you would see just that picture that you mm-hmm. have now painted for mm-hmm. us. Have mm-hmm. any of you guys heard of that huga, which is um, spelled H-Y-G-G-E? So I, for the longest time, I thought it was like huggy, which well, I think in, is kind of better than huga. In, in Texas, it's huggy. That's I mean, huggy. We're, we're not even going to bother trying to say it the other way. We're okay. just going to call it huggy. Well, it's a Danish word, huga, and you know, it, it, it starts to sort of come onto the horizon for decorators and people who are interested in interiors and also, you know, people who are just thinking about a a certain way of life around 2016. So it's been around a little while. So it's sort of this, you know, if you look it up, it's sort of this uh, thought process to give comfort and joy and just, you know, be together in a very relaxed way. And supposedly this is the way, you know, the Danish people are living their lives. So, you know, I don't really know any Danish people here, but <laughs> I'm sure all the people in, uh, you know, that, that are Danish, so they probably know of Huga and it's just a thing there. And then it was sort of getting incorporated into some interiors and, and you might have read about it. I'm going to link to an article in the show notes from the New Yorker up that I read about it. So it's kind of really interesting that in the midst of all our fast-paced lives and all the technology that we have at our fingertips, that people were really kind of searching for this comfort and coziness and being together in a very casual setting. Uh, You know, instead of an elaborate, you know, dinner, it would just be like, you know, chili around a table with some friends, you know, that sort of thing, you know. Like Anita's saying, like around sitting around the fire in your slippers and your pajamas, you know, it's just sort of like, you know, self, like comforting yourself in a way. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting as a culture that we all grasped onto that and kind of have a need for it. Oh, I mean, it, it's, it so resonates with me. Uh, I could live my life all about, I mean, I, it's like most in my of pajamas. my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, in my pajamas. But I mean, it's like my whole life is about creating this cocoon right. for my friends and family and this just kind of beautiful place for people to enjoy hanging out together that, that kind of feels like a warm hug. Well, I mean, I'm in Texas, so it, maybe a cool hug most of right, the year. Right, right. But, but in, in the winter. But a hug, a nonetheless. Warm. Yeah, a hug. So that's what I kind of, yeah, huggy, see? Or a hookah. Okay. Yeah, or hookah. But, you know, I think, too, of these textures, too, that, that kind of make me think of uh, just warm and comforting, like velvets and knitted cabled throws or sweaters. It Doesn't that just feel so... Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Perfect Anything woolly and knitted, uh, that is just yummy. So yeah. So today we thought we'd, you know, discuss obviously the topic of what we're doing and the overarching idea is kind of, you know, as I said, interesting to me how we kind of really need this now, uh, maybe more than ever. And that's why this became a thing. Like there's this little book of Huga and all these things out there. So obviously, you know, it's just not a couple of people. Everybody is sort of resonating with a lot of people. And we do seek to create the sanctuary of our homes and encourage you to do the same thing. So here's some ideas today about creating cozy in your home that maybe you wouldn't have thought about. Like, well, go ahead, Anita. Well, a lamb's wool rug. Mm -hmm. And they're small. So you could drape it over a bench or drape it over a seat. It's not like... uh, you know, something you just have to put in the floor. So think of something that you can put over a seat or something. It's going to make it much more comfortable to sit on. It's beautiful visually. And there's a lot of faux ones around if you don't want the real thing. Okay. You guys are going to crack up. So I am, I just got these and I'm, I'm sitting on one of those that you just described right now on my chair as I'm podcasting because I'm up. We this- really should talk before we podcast. I know because we give us like, oh, I did that. But no, I actually, I think it's really amazing that we don't. And this comes up all the time. Um, yeah, because we've been decorating uh, and we did some fresh painting up in the podcast studio. And it's a little chilly up here. And I don't always like to put the, it, there's a special heater that's up here. But, you know, the heat just dries you out. And it's not that cold, but I needed some texture. So I got a rug and then I ordered these two. And they're faux and they're black because I figured if people are touching them and sitting on them. They might get dirty if they're white. So they're black and it makes such a difference on my chair. And there was a two pack from Amazon and they were like $29. So I'll find the link and I'll stick it in there. But I love this and it looks great. I keep throwing it over here and I throw it there and I throw that and you could put it on the floor. It'd be a great little rug to get out of bed and step on. So yummy. So um, another thing that's cozy that maybe you don't think of as cozy because it's not soft and textured, but books. Books add a real cozy charm to a room. Oh, the idea of a library with the soft lighting. Uh, Right. Oh, even if you're not reading, just being in the room with all the books to me. Yes. Yes. I mean, I think you could all conjure up that image. And actually, I'm thinking there's that spot, you know, where the, what I refer to as the altar in my living room that I just, you know, it's fine now. And I have those two great chairs I have reupholstered and I have a table with a cloth on it there. But I just don't really like that spot. It's just mm, just not right. And I keep thinking, and I'm, I'm keep thinking maybe I'm going to put some bookshelves there. And I think that books might really do the trick. And when I was getting ready for this episode and I thought, yes, books, that is going to maybe add a cozy element. Whereas, you know, I have a ton of pillows. I have a ton of throws already in that room, but maybe that's the missing cozy component. Oh, yeah, the books. And then you've got throws, you've got pillows, you've got the books. You need a cup of tea. Oh, yeah, you always need a cup of tea. I mean, that's so to me. (laughs) I mean, I just feel like, yeah, a teapot. I mean, actually drink it. But I think displaying a pretty silver teapot or a china one, whatever, pottery one in the room with Mm -hmm. a stack of cups is kind of a cool look. But, Mm -hmm. But if you do that, please don't just use it as display. I mean, please use it too. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That is really charming. Um, Another thing is 
the lighting. You know, lighting is crucial in any room as we discuss. But when you're creating cozy, you really have to be mindful of the type of lighting that's available and that it's on dimmers and all that. Here's a way to get cozy almost instantly from some table lamps or perhaps sconces that have shades. Craft paper lampshades. They give off the nicest glow. It's like a candlelight glow. And they're relatively inexpensive as far as lampshades go. Have you ever tried those? So it's a type of lampshade that you would put on an, an existing lamp? Yeah, it's like a lampshade. Like you'd switch your lampshades. To but, these, but, these- so what's different about it? It's paper? Yeah, it's like these, that craft paper lampshade. It's almost like a parchment it's, so it's not a fabric one. Well, I've just, seen. I mean, that, yeah, beautiful I've, glow. Well, I've had. I mean, I've had paper lampshades before, so I don't know if that's the same thing you're talking about or not. So, well, I don't know what kind you've had, but this is very pretty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Also, if you had lampshades that um, sometimes you can get them with the gold metallic foil line inside. Well, I have some old. I have an old lamp. Uh, that's got the, it's a black lampshade with the gold on the inside. Yeah, right. Normally really they are black on the outside, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Very pretty. Very nice. But I'm with you. You need some cozy lighting in the room. So you really cannot rely on an overhead lamp uh, light to provide this coziness that we're talking about. We're really talking about something where you've got some lamps in the room, perhaps some string lights, some fairy lights, candlelight really something that's going to give a soft glow. And if you have a fireplace that you're not using and it's a wood burning one, put some of those candles in there that are programmable. Mm. So you can have some of that glow in there. Yeah, that's a great idea. Upholstered furniture uh, is really key to being cozy. I mean, you don't have to have everything big and overstuffed, but upholstered furniture is really inviting. So if you look around your room and you see that, oh, you know, I've got a lot of wooden furniture or maybe you've got some metal things going on, think about adding some upholstered items because even if you're throwing a pillow on a, a wooden chair or a metal type chair, it's not going to have the same feeling as something that's upholstered that's really sort of inviting you to get curled up and spend some time. And speaking of the pillows, I'm thinking of the furry pillows. There's so many right now. So I I think that's a nice... I love the furry pillows, and I think they're going to go with your your faux lamb throws that you have. Oh, yeah. I mean, they just scream cozy. And I think that goes with all these that, like you said, maybe it doesn't make you think of winter, would be... But it is a part of coziness is to have some houseplants in the house. It, you know, that's the thing like the books. Like it might not have been something if you said, okay, you know, give me five cozy things. Most people wouldn't say houseplant or books. But it's so very true that both those things do lend a cozy feel to a room. Um, Especially if you have a very tall ceiling. If you have a house that is open concept or has very high ceilings in certain rooms, it's hard to achieve cozy. Um, It's more, you know, cozy is kind of equated with small and charming and sweet and, you know, not as much square footage or not as much vertical space. So in order to do that in that kind of space, you may take a maybe a very tall plant and that will help you fill in the space and just add 
you know, some, an organic element to the room that can add to the whole cozy feel. Yeah. And as much as I love windows with no curtains on in the summer for the winter, I really like the feeling of the curtains up there. Mm -hmm. It adds more fabric to the room. And it's what you were saying. If you have more fabric in the room, that's going to make it feel more cozy. So think of ways you can bring in fabric and think of ways you can bring in texture. So you could bring in texture with maybe a bamboo shade on your windows. You can bring it in with fabric curtains and also lots of rugs. Uh, Rugs, you can do some furry rugs like we talked about, cotton, wool. There's so many different rugs. But again, if you're all cozy and warm, you don't want to be walking across a cold floor. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Creating a nook is another really nice way to add cozy to any house. Um, So think about a place where, I mean, you don't have to carve out a section or, you know, bump out an area or put in a bay window or anything. You just pull up two little chairs and a small table or a little writing desk and a chair, just some cozy little spot that maybe you'll go over and you'll write a letter or you'll sit there and check your emails or just have your cup of tea or a glass of wine or something like that. Or you'll sit down and have a conversation with somebody in in that little environment, which is just people like to be close together. That's why people end up all in your kitchen when you have a party. It's a, a nook is so charming and really adds cozy. I, I agree with you so much. And I'm sure you've seen the same pictures on Pinterest that I've seen. Somebody took a closet, took the doors off, put in a built-in a bench, and then all these shelves, filled it with books, painted it a really deep, rich color, and made a cushion for the seat. It was so charming. It made me want to do that so badly. To some, except I can't give up a closet in the house. But Oh, yeah. I wouldn't even have a closet for that. But that is know, so but- darling. And also, I kind of picture that sometimes people have landings and their staircase, you know, it's kind of like a useless spot. I mean, you know, like maybe you wouldn't think who's going to go there, but even just the fact that it exists in your house adds a cozy feel to it. Right. Well, right. I mean, and you and I do this. We set up these vignettes of these chairs and a little table, like what a great place to stop and read, where we never actually sit and stop Stop and read in that place. But it makes me feel cozy walking past them as I'm going to do something. As I'm going to do something else. Exactly. And you know, it's the it's this time of year. It's the end of December, sliding into January. Most places, except for our friends, you know, down under and various places, it's cold. But cozy is not necessarily only for cold places. You can have a very cozy little beach cottage. You could have a cozy spot in, uh, you know, on the sand. Cozy doesn't have to just be woolens and knits and furs. It, it really is creating this cocoon, to harken back to a word that Anita used earlier, just of comfort. And that can be done with, you know, sort of woven rugs and, you know, uh, a linen throw and a hammock on your porch or something like that can also be very cozy. You know what I think of too are dishes. 
dishes. You on, always think of dishes. I know. <laughs> I'm just, I've got this problem. I know I do. But it, but I think of them, don't you think of that as being cozy, having some dishes on the wall or in a plate rack? I just feel like, you know, grandma's getting ready to take it off and, you know, serve you some, I don't know, some pumpkin uh, muffins or something. <laughs> I don't, not oh, that I like I never made that. Right now. Yeah, doesn't that sound good? Yeah, it sounds really nice. No, there's something very, um, even if they're very fine plates and dishes, there is something homey and of the home about homey that's the word um yeah that's it yeah and i think that is and so personal items obviously can make a home cozier um you know tastefully done of course you know you don't want to have too much stuff but things that speak to you and are important to you need to be in a cozy home, whether it's the spines of the books that you love and you've read and reread, or if it's family photos, a little you know collection or one in a vignette or something like that, little souvenirs from travel, things like that add to the cozy feel because it's making it your cocoon, not just like, you know, a hotel room. Well, throw. Think, right, <laughs> exactly. But what you're saying too, I think of vintage things, I think of antique things, something that just feels very comfortable, very familiar, very much like, yeah, it's been around for a long time. Like, and it, I think you said the word was cocoon because it's hard to come up with a way to describe all of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I think there's certain things that you can put in there, but if you have some vintage things, some antique things, they just have that comfortable feeling to them that I think really lends itself well to a cozy feeling. Yeah. I, I It's just lovely. And you know, I mean, it's, it's a, like a lot of things about decorating. It's so much of a, a visceral reaction to a room. You just feel it when a room is cozy. So if you're yeah. trying these things and you keep experimenting, you, if you're, like, oh, I want to really nail this cozy thing down. Just keep trying. You're going to know when you've got there. It's just going to feel right. Another well, um, color combination that would not not necessarily be thought of as cozy because, you know, again, people think of cozies as maybe sort of dark autumnal colors or winter, Christmassy colors, something like that. Pastels with brass. The warmth of the brass really does something to the pastels and it can have a real cozy feel to it as well. So if you're not a person who likes darker colors, you might want to try that combination. You know, and pastels, I mean, I definitely tend to think of a pink, so maybe a lighter pink or something like that. But that any of the pastels can really, with the gold, I think can really lend a feeling of coziness. Yeah. And I think the the thing I like too about the ways you can add coziness to a room is this applies to really about any kind of style room you have. It doesn't have to be country French or traditional. It can be contemporary, transitional, uh, mid-century modern, all of these things. You can add coziness to whatever your style is. Now, some of the sleek Modern styles might not lend themselves well for this, but almost any style is going to benefit, you know, from some pieces of coziness, especially for the winter. And a lot of these things are things that you can change out and maybe just have them in the winter. I mean, I know we change out 
I change out floor coverings. I change out rugs, throws, pillows, uh, a lot of things in the house as the seasons change. Yeah. Like boho really lends itself really nicely to cozy. Mm -hmm. No, if you're a super mid-century modern person, you may, cozy may not even be your thing, but I, I've seen sort of rooms that straddle, you know, mid-century modern and sort of a little bit of boho, a little scandy in there. And that all does cozy really well. Oh, I think so. Right. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, the, yeah. The boho. I think it's just, yeah, definitely boho and scandy, all that stuff. I mean, Gustavian. I mean, come on. Come on. They're all doing cozy. <laughs> yeah. So that's really nice. So, oh my gosh, it's Christmas Eve. I wonder what you all doing. I wish we could know what everybody was doing and we hope that everybody's going to have a wonderful holiday or that you already had a wonderful holiday and enjoyed Hanukkah. We have um, just, you know, you're, you're curled up and you're cozy and we're in, we want you to be in that mood right now. So, so don't think about this yet. Don't just keep it in the back of your mind. But if you don't like your backsplash... Well, I got a girl for you. That's Jamie S. And she's been a longtime listener of Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we talked about painting your backsplash in one episode. And lo and behold, Jamie was taking a walk. And she had just started painting her backsplash. And she heard oh, us oh. talking about it. And I, th- I think in her email, she said something like, she did a little skip or a little hop or a little yay or a little cheer went out. And she said, oh my gosh, like I'm not crazy. I'm painting my tile backsplash. I cannot. You're not crazy. No, you're not crazy, girl. Um, Or you're crazy like us and that's okay. What a fabulous job. So again, I'm going to have, I'm going to explain it so you can picture it. Jamie has a really nice kitchen. She has wooden cabinets and she had, I guess what she called like a Tuscan colors going on and it was like individual tiles it was like kind of like a burnt orange one and a green one and a cream one and a brown one and just each tile was sort of those colors and you know kind of muted but you know there was definitely and there was probably some sort of pattern but you know there was just all these colors going on and it was clearly that color and there so your eye really went to the backsplash and she just basically said she could not stand one more day in Tuscany. So she <laughs> she took out the paint, like the Benjamin Moore paint can that she had. I love that. Reusing the paint you've got that she used for her great room. And she just started and the initial job. She painted all the tile and the grout, this sort of creamyish white color. And it looked really nice. So that was the second picture she sent me. Now, picture it. She's painting each tile, right, with the grout. And then her husband was like, mm, it looks a little sterile. Like, I like it, but uh, I, don't, I don't love it. Okay, then our girl, Jamie, goes back in and with sort of this putty grease color. And she paints each tile, avoiding the grout. Wow. So now the grout is the creamy white. Speck. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. And the thing was, she also had these, and she's in the first email, she was like, and please don't even like talk about these outlets. She should have a, a lot of outlets and a lot of switches on white plates. So you're picturing like these Tuscan colors and then you've got the white plates. She was not happy with that. And when she painted it, those kind of just faded away. Mm. crazy good. I mean, I recommend this. I mean, I want you to be cozy now. I don't want you to do this. Don't go get your paintbrush. 
Don't look at your backsplash. But if you're thinking about this, it's amazing. I mean, I'm sure Jamie would let me share the pictures with you if you if you emailed me and said I want to paint my backsplash. I'm, I'm sure she would let me send okay. these to you. So I just remember. So I just found it. I just found the email. Yeah. Such a great job. And you know why that goes so well is because it matches, it it coordinates, I should say, with her her countertop, yes, which is a granite a that's kind of uh, right. taupey and black and brown. And so this was, uh, yeah, I think painting them white might have been too stark right. with that countertop. So this was a really lovely choice. And it you can't tell it's painted at all from the pictures. It, no. and, and it's just a perfect... It's really nicely done. I have to say that's very well oh, done. Oh, I know. She said it took about five. Uh, she emailed me back today because I wanted to make sure uh, I could talk about this. And I asked her the color. So she used Benjamin Moore Manchester Tan as the base color because that's the same color as my walls. And Benjamin Moore Bleaker Beige as the tile color. Very, very nice colors. And... um I said, I hope you took some breaks for, you know, something, wine, chocolate, something. She said, yes, there were wine breaks, chocolate breaks, and pet the dog breaks. It took about, (laughs) without the breaks, it took about five hours for the single tile painting, but it was so worth it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, and that's Hmm. the thing. Sometimes you think it's this huge job and it's not. I mean, that's what an excellent a transformation. And that was, think about if she the had cost known, savings. If she had known how great this was going to look and it was only going to take five hours of her time, she probably would have done it, you know, a long time ago. Right. So I'm so glad that we were able to, um, you know, sort of, uh, you know, boost Jamie along in this and that, you know, when she heard the podcast, she was like, yes, I'm doing this. This is so great. And uh, oh my gosh, it, what a, what a difference. You're rocking it, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she said, this was the first thing. As usual, I was listening to you on my walk today, and I literally goffed out loud. (laughs) G-O-L, she says, I had spent the morning painting my backsplash in my kitchen to match my wall paint. I was walking between coats to let the first dry. It was painfully Tuscan before. Oh. And And there we are talking about on the podcast. And then I went from 179 to 180. And what? It's on backsplashes, and the tip of the day is to paint it if you hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) It's so great. She's like, I was so excited, I nearly skipped home. (laughs) Oh, and then she's so funny. She said, I skipped about 15 skips and then decided that was simply enough of that cardio nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she really is one of us. (laughs) I love it. So, yeah. So, uh, you know... A, a real success story there. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie, for sharing that. So if anybody else is feeling after your cozy time is over that you want to paint your backsplash, you know, we can we can get you some more information. Good stuff. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. I don't know if you're spending Christmas Eve with us or if this is after Christmas, but um, either way, I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. And if you're listening to this way after Christmas, well, now you know you can get your cozy on when it's warm out too, so don't worry about that. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, 
any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.